Let me ask you a question. How do you derive at the real problem whenever you're trying to fix something? Oftentimes, we think the issue we're focused on will resolve that issue. But the truth is, most often, it actually won't. In many instances, what we're treating is the symptom and not the root cause, which also points to a huge issue in general, which is we put stock and value in the wrong things. So how do we remedy that and what should we be focusing on? Well, let's find out. From Phil Speedtech comes a weekly digital series where he shares his insights, concepts, and findings learned during his 15-year journey of working in the entertainment industry. Each lesson offers you a roadmap to overcome the challenges that all artists face on the path to success. Welcome to Phil Speedtech Podcast. Greetings. I am Phil Speedtech, and it's my pleasure to help creatives like you master mental fortitude because it takes way more than just talent and luck to succeed in the entertainment industry. Before I begin this lesson, allow me to invite you to subscribe if you haven't already done so. Doing so will alert you of new lessons that I post. Thank you if you just subscribed. All right, let's dive in. Let me start by asking you this. How many do you see? There are four fingers, aren't there? No, no, no. Look at me. You're focusing on the problem. If you focus on the problem, you can't see the solution. That's right. Too often we focus on the problem from a face value perspective. In order to get to the root of any problem, you need to ask the three whys, which is exactly what it sounds like. Every time something arises, ask why is that three times in a row. Here's an example of it in action from an Inc.com article. John Smith is talking to his boss. I think I need to quit. I really don't like my job. John's boss asks, why don't you like your job? John Smith, the atmosphere isn't what it used to be when I started. It feels toxic, and I never used to hate showing up for work, but now I do. John's boss asks, why do you hate showing up for work? John Smith responds, the culture that existed when I started working here has just changed. It's not the same. His boss, why do you think the culture has changed? Back to John, well, it's that new guy, Tom. He's so negative. He has a comment for everything. He's frustrating to be around and really hurts our team's dynamic. Therein lies the real problem. It's not that John Smith hates the job. He just dislikes the negativity of the new staffer. Here's the kicker. Firing Tom is not the answer. At this point, one must use the three whys to discover the cause of Tom's negativity. The boss would need to talk to Tom and try to find out what the issue is. Perhaps it can be fixed in the context of work, or perhaps it can't. But at least it allows Tom the ability and a real chance to resolve what's going on and become an asset to the company. If he can't, then yes, it may be time to fire him. Ricardo Semler, the former CEO of Semco Partners, took this idea even further with his Brazilian company that is best known for its radical form of industrial democracy and corporate re-engineering. Whenever it came to his company, he would employ the use of the three whys in making decisions. He started with questions like, why do we need to wear suits? Or why do we need to have titles? And why do we need set hours? Through the process, Ricardo learned that there were no real good answers as to why they had any of those rules in place. They didn't need a dress code. They didn't need to have official titles. And they didn't need to have set hours. He found out that by outlining the principles and the goals of the company and letting everyone else work as they pleased towards those was actually a net gain. For example, if it helped someone to call themselves the South American regional sales manager during a business meeting, so be it. Wow, a Mr. Manager. Well, manager. We we would just say manager. If it helped to come into work at 5 a.m. to make international calls and sell products instead of at 9 a.m., thus avoiding traffic, then perfect. The product was sold. 
That's what really mattered, not when they actually worked. It was radical thinking fully executed and it worked. Best of all, it wasn't just happenstance. The reason why Ricardo's methods worked is because he defined the bigger picture of the company. People knew the direction they were supposed to be going in and the metrics by which they would be measured against. Rather than sweat the minutia, they propelled the company forward going from 4 million in 1982 to $212 million by 2003. That's great, right? But you may be thinking, how does this apply to me? Well, aka you. Well, you can apply the three whys in your life. Apply it to anything, in fact. Doing so solidifies the reasons as to why you're doing something. Once you start utilizing this exercise, you'll begin to be able to identify and work on more things that actually matter to you. Things that you're actually passionate about. Sure, you might ask yourself, why do I have to go to my day job? Well, even with a question like that, you can derive at the answer of, it helps me pay my bills so I can then focus on my creative projects. So I want you now to write down three separate questions or problems you've been dealing with or asking yourself. It could be something like, should I take this new job? Or what if I spent less time socializing and more time working? Perhaps it's, should I move to a different city? Maybe which project should I work on first? It doesn't matter. Be as personal and specific as you can get. Then apply the three whys to them. Push yourself to answer each why as best as you can. Don't just phone it in. The better your answers are, the more you'll have to push yourself to answer with the next why better. This exercise is all about examination, more specifically, self-examination. This exercise is a tool to help you determine what matters to you. To get philosophical for just a second, I often find we measure life in terms of length. This person lived to 80 years, this person lived to 90, and so on. But what about the width of a lifetime? We don't talk about that. A person can have many years in life, but what's their imprint, especially to themselves? Are you doing what matters to you? A simple technique such as the three whys, whenever you can, allow you to widen your happiness in present moments. It's not really like meditation, but it does help shift your perspective and become more in tune with your passions and beliefs. A few final tips. First off, the number three is arbitrary. Sometimes it might take asking more than three times to get to an answer you're really seeking. Also, my personal variation of this is that you can swap out the word why with how. Meaning, let's say you're trying to build a new product. Question one by default becomes, how do I build it? Well, you could do it yourself or get a company to help you. Well, the second question is, how do I find companies that help me? A possible answer is search for manufacturers online. From there, you might be thinking, how do I select the right one? The answer there could be, call them and interview each one. In the example I just gave, each how allows you to focus on a single problem so you don't overwhelm yourself during the process. It forces you to create bite-sized pieces you can overcome. I'd love to know what questions you apply the three whys to and the impact it has on your life. Maybe you're utilizing the how version of this technique. Either way, please go ahead and comment down below so I can read what you wrote. Well, that's a wrap for this lesson. Feel free to click over to any of the numerous lessons I've created just for you. For example, last week I released an amazing one-hour interview with social media expert Lena Nori. She shared so many valuable insights that you'll definitely benefit from. You can access that episode and the rest along with other free resources on my website at billsfeedtech.com. Lastly, a huge thank you to the people that helped make this episode financially possible. If you too would like to support this show, you can either head on over to my Patreon page or support some of my merch from my merch store. Both links are down below. Or you can just tell a friend about this show, which will help pass on my knowledge to them 
as well, and we can build a community of like-minded creatives. Sounds great, right? Anyway, thanks for taking the time out of your day to tune in. I'm at Phil Svitek on social media, and I'll see you next Wednesday with another one of my lessons. Bye.